Welcome to the Modern Direct Seller Podcast, where we talk about strategy, training, and systems to help you reach big goals and find success in direct sales. I'm your host, Becky Launder, a San Diego mama, marketing junkie, and sales strategist that has built several six-figure businesses and is on a mission to share the new modern ways to rock your biz. If you're a go-getter direct seller and looking for actionable strategies, you are in the right place. This is for you. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy you're here with us today. We are talking about how to master your money today. Now, I know it is the season of tax prep time. You've likely begun to receive 1099s in the mail, and you might be thinking about what you need to do to get organized this time of the year to make tax time a little bit painless. Now, I have to start this episode by sharing that I am not a CPA. I am not a bookkeeper. I am not offering official advice here, but I am sharing a little bit about what I know based on running a direct sales business and getting ready for tax season. So before we dive in to exactly what you need to do to get things in order, and I know this isn't the sexiest episode ever, (laughs) but it is important, and I know it's top of mind here at the first of the year, I have to let you know that over in the Modern Direct Seller Academy, we're trying to spice things up a little bit. We're trying to have a little bit more fun as we're doing more of that clerical work or that accounting work in our business that we don't always put at the top of the list. So we're doing a little bit of a Master Your Money Challenge here in January. It's going to run through the first week of February, where we're going to walk you through step-by-step everything that you need to really get yourself organized for your taxes that will be coming up here in a couple of months based on your 2022 numbers. But we're also going to be looking at what kind of systems we can put in place to make it easier in 2023. So we're super excited about this challenge. We're bringing the prizes. We're going to have a guest masterclass with Steve Nauta, who is with Direct Sidekick, and he's going to share his expertise with us and answer all of our finance questions towards the end of the month. So if you want to hop in and join us for that challenge, you can sneak right in over at ModernDirectSellerAcademy.com. All right, all right, let's get started with tax prep information. We have an easy peasy checklist for you to gather the information that you need to pass off to your accountant, or if you do your own taxes, you'll have everything bundled together with a nice pretty bow on it. So if you haven't downloaded that worksheet, make sure you do so. You can grab it over at moderndirectseller.com slash organize dash your dash finances. 
And we will put that into the show notes so you can easily grab that worksheet. But first things first, we want to gather our 1099 NEC forms. Now, you may have already received this in the mail. If not, it's likely coming to you in the next couple of weeks. Companies usually have until January 31st to send those 1099 NECs out to you. So be on the lookout for that. As long as you made over $600 from your direct sales company, you will be receiving one in the mail. And that is inclusive of incentive trips and prizes, bonuses, anything like that that you have earned from your company. So the 1099 NEC is a critical piece that you're going to need for tax time. And this year, you may be getting a 1099K form for the first time as well. So the 1099K comes from payment processors like Square or PayPal or Venmo business. And in the past, you only received one if you did over 200 transactions or $20,000 in sales for your actually processing that payment on your own. So if you do a lot of vendor events, you might have already been in that category. Starting in 2022, they've lowered the threshold for this to just $600 in sales through these third-party payment processors. Now, the latest information on this 1089K is that this year's a little bit of a transition year. Sounds like the IRS has made some adjustments potentially, so you may or you may not be getting a form, you definitely will be next year if you're doing over $600 in sales. So keep an eye out. See if you see anything pop in your mailbox from Square, PayPal, Venmo, if you're using those platforms for business transactions that you may also have a 1099K coming your way. Also, we want to generate a profit and loss statement. Now, this might be where you're like, ooh, I generate a what? (laughs) That's not something I'm keeping track of. (laughs) And that's okay, all right? So this is the thing. We really need to be keeping track of how much income is coming in and how much expenses are going out of our business. Maybe in the years past, you haven't made that a priority, but I really really want you to do so here in 2023. This is going to be super important. There's a couple of really great tools that we have for you to make this easier than ever. You can use our income and expense tracker, which is a really simple spreadsheet where you put all the money in, all the money out, and it's going to tell you how much profit you have in your business. Or another great tool is Direct Sidekick, which is an accounting software that is made specifically for direct sellers. Steve, the founder over there, is fabulous and he's really, really helpful in answering questions and tricky things. So you have a good view of the health of your business. So a profit and loss statement is going to show you actually how much money you're making. Now, so often in direct sales, we focus in on sales volume, right? Personal volume, how much team volume, how much you're actually selling. But spoiler alert, that's not how much money you're actually making in your business. That's how much you're selling. That's how much the company is making. But for you as a direct seller, you also want to make sure that you're tracking your profit to make sure that you're in the positive and you're making some good money from your business. So that you haven't made your New Year's resolutions yet. <laughs> your goal this year should be to keep track of your profit and loss. Now, if 
you have not done this for 2022, this is where things really become a little bit of a headache, right? You're probably going to be in a position where you need to download some bank statements, look at the income that came in. You might have to go back into your expenses and code the things that were business expenses so you have a better view of things. Now, I don't want you to play catch up on that every single year. It can really make this a nightmare. So one of the things that we're doing in our Master Your Money Challenge in the Academy is setting up a system that you are consistent with. You pop into maybe once a week or once a month to reconcile things and make sure you're staying on top of it. So you do need to gather information about your total income and your total expenses therefore what your profit was in 2022 to be really ready for tax season. If you don't have a fancy report that you can spit out and tell you exactly that. Okay, another thing that you're going to need to keep track of for tax time is calculating your year-end inventory. So I know we're a few weeks into the year, but you can guesstimate a little bit of how much inventory you had on hand at the end of 2022. Now, depending upon your business model, you might have zero inventory, so that makes this really easy. Or you may be in a position that you purchase a lot of inventory up front, and so you are able to run bigger events. And so regardless of your situation, you want to make sure that you have a pretty good grasp of how much inventory you have. I'm not going to get into a whole lot of details right here on the podcast, but in that tax prep worksheet that we have for you, we give you a little bit of a formula of how to calculate what the retail value is of that inventory because we know that things are acquired in direct sales and a little bit different than other businesses, right? It might have been a bonus, it might have been a freebie, a host reward, that kind of thing. So we'll give you a little bit of a formula so you can make a really good estimate of how much inventory you had at the end of the year. All right, so the next thing you're going to want to gather is your mileage log. So hopefully you have some notes somewhere about how many miles you drove in 2022 that were related to your business. We love an app called TripLog, but I know there's a lot of other really good ones out there to track your mileage. I believe even if you're using QuickBooks for your accounting, they have a mileage tracker as well. So at the bare minimum, you might need to look back through your calendar or your planner to see what trips you took that were directly associated with business because all of that information is going to feed into getting your taxes ready to go. All right, so here's kind of a fun one. As a business owner, you can write off some of your home office expenses. So as long as you're using part of your home as your primary place of business, and that's where you meet customers, and that's where you're using your home to store inventory or samples, you are able to get some deductions in those areas. So there's a couple of different ways you can look at this. One way is going to be those direct expenses, right? So things like repairs or maintenance in your office, like replacing a light bulb, all of that is going to be a direct expense. And then there's some indirect expenses, which you're going to need to calculate, which would be more like rent or your mortgage or your utilities or your homeowner's insurance, that sort of thing. So again, I'm not going to get into all the formulas and all the math here for you, but in that worksheet, you can calculate what those home office expenses are so you have that information for tax time. 
Now, the last piece is actually filing those taxes, right? So as you're getting ready to file those taxes, your business income and expenses will be reported on what they call a Schedule C, and then your profit or loss will roll up in your Form 10. So your profits from your business will be subject to self-employment tax. So it's important that you're setting aside some money throughout the year to make sure you're covering those taxes so you don't have any surprises when taxes roll around. And this varies, of course, based on the state that you're in. But a typical recommendation is to set aside about 25% of your total profit from the year to cover your taxes. Now, you may have a CPA or an accountant that is filing your taxes on your behalf, or you might be more DIY if you are doing it yourself. A great tool for that is TurboTax Home and Business. It will lock you through a lot of those simple questions and help fill out the tax forms based on your responses. And that's a great one if you're going to kind of do it yourself. And then as your business grows and evolves, you probably are going to want to outsource tax prep to an accountant. So that's a little bit to get you started to get you ready for tax time. I know that was a lot of information crammed in there, but really, if you're keeping up with this throughout the year, it makes it so much more manageable at tax time. So like I said, over in the academy, we're going to do a little bit of a challenge around getting organized for tax season this year, gathering all of those things. We're actually going to fill out that tax time worksheet that I shared with you. And then the other piece of that is getting things in order for this year. So if you go through that that process and you're like, oh man, that gave me a headache and I don't want to do that again. Again, keeping up with it is going to make all the difference in the world. So at the bare minimum, a couple of things that are going to really help you out in 2023 is to separate out your business and personal accounts. So this doesn't necessarily mean you need to go to the bank and open up a business account and establish yourself as an LLC or anything like that. What this means is that you pick one credit card or one one bank account and all of your business transactions go through that one account. They're not mixed up with your personal transactions and trips to the grocery store or whatever it might be that you're you're purchasing in your personal life. We really want to separate out our business expenses and our personal expenses. So those bank accounts keep things really, really nice and clean and clear and they don't get mixed up. And I'm totally guilty of this. I feel like I'm not even equipped to say this because I'm the one that's like, oops, Jeremy, I used the wrong credit card. (laughs) I charged the wrong thing here. Uh, That Amazon order had the wrong credit card saved. (laughs) So I mean, it's, it's a good goal to work towards. Of course, there's going to be times that you slip and you use the wrong account and, and, and it totally happens. You can reconcile all of that. And then as the year goes on, I really want to encourage you to keep track of that income and expenses. Not only is it going to make tax time easier, but it's also just going to give you a better view of your business. These are metrics as a business owner that you need to track. You need to know if you are making money in your business. You need to know how much money you're making in your business. And this is all also going to inform being able to forecast and predict what your income is going to look like in the future. So you don't want to wait until the year is over to go grab all this information and try to sort it out. You really want to be keeping track on the regular. So again, if you can mark your calendar every Friday afternoon or every Sunday morning, whatever it might be for you to reconcile 
schedule that income and expenses for the week, that's a great way to do it. Or if you feel like you can do that on a monthly basis, that absolutely works too. If you're like me, maybe you put it on your calendar for once a week and you actually do it once a month. <laughs> so just just keeping it real with you here, right here on the podcast. Uh, and then again, another great tool for that is Direct Sidekick. And they have a free 14-day trial. So if that's something you're considering, definitely take a peek at it. Steve and I are actually doing a quick YouTube video with a demo of what it's like inside of Direct Sidekick. So you have a little bit of an idea of how this might actually work for you and your business. So we'll make sure to link that up in the show notes so you can check out that video, learn more about the services that they provide. And then the last couple of little things is just, yeah, think about how you're going to record your mileage for the year. Are you going to keep a log? Are you going to use an app? How are you going to keep track of those kinds of things when they come up for you in your business? A last couple other things just to mention, and we have this all in a blog post that would be super helpful for you, but you know, you do want to keep an eye on sales tax, especially if you're reselling inventory at a vendor event. You want to make sure that you're keeping track of that tax. You're reporting everything to the proper agencies. And again, when you get to the point that it's tax time, really, if you're keeping things organized, this should be easy breezy for you. So if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're thinking, I'm a little bit overwhelmed, that was a lot of content right there, Becky. I really would love to invite you to join us over in that challenge in the Academy. I promise you will literally get your money's worth. Just learning those systems and having those habits to track your income, have a good view of your business, and really create a system that's going to work for you, that's going to carry you throughout the year so you're not scrambling every year at tax season. So with that said, thank you for sticking with me, listening to our quick little podcast today all about finances and keeping track of your numbers. I will be back next week and we might have something maybe a little bit more exciting to talk about. But this is really timely. We get lots of questions on this. So I wanted to make sure you had this information in your AirPods as you're listening to this podcast so you can get in the mood to really master your money and have a good handle of how much money you're actually making in your direct sales business because I hope it is a lot. (laughs) All right, friends. Thanks again for being here today. I hope you loved this episode. Go download that tax time worksheet, the income and expense tracker, start a free trial of Direct Sidekick. And if you're really ready to up your game, join us over in the Modern Direct Seller Academy and join the Master Your Money Challenge where we're going to handhold you through each and every step. All right, until next time, let's go make it a great day. Thanks so much for being here. This episode is sponsored by the Modern Direct Seller Academy. Now, if you're tired of the same old strategies that just aren't quite working like they used to, you have a seat in the Modern Direct Seller Academy. Learn best practices, modern new sales strategies that are working right here, right now in 2023. Beyond that, you're going to meet a community of biz besties that would love to collaborate and support you as your business continues to grow. So make sure you jump right in. Learn more over at moderndirectselleracademy.com. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Modern Direct Seller Podcast. For more sales tips, strategy, and systems for your direct sales business, visit your one-stop shop 
moderndrugseller.com. Until next time, get out there and go rock your biz.